Hey everybody, welcome back to the Linux Cast. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Tyler. Yes, he is. So welcome to season seven of the Linux Cast. That's just absolutely bonkers. Um, for those of you who are keeping score, we started the podcast in 2017. You're wondering, Matt, there's some math there that doesn't really add up. Well, there was one year that we did like three seasons. It's okay. It, 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 just don't think about it too hard. It's going to be all right. <laughs> uh, but yes, this is season seven, episode one. Welcome to 2023, such as it is. It is another, I think I made this joke last year, we made it around the, the sun one more time, which is, you know, good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, gosh, da- gosh, dang it, gosh, daggum, it. I'm never going to remember the, the replacement words. Um, although I I used to, like when I was a, a teenager, my mom went through this phase where she didn't want to swear anymore because she was worried about something, I don't even remember what. So every time I wanted to say the F word, I said bah humbug instead. <laughs> so it was like the middle of july and i was like bombug <laughs> it was horrible i was like 12 years old god that was a long time ago all right so this is the links cast we talk about linuxy things normally we do news we talk about the news but this time we're doing predictions so before we jump into those we're we're going to discuss a little bit about what we've been doing but i just want to before we jump into anything just point out the fact that i listened to that entire prediction episode from last year and was constantly Same. amazed at how wrong <laughs> we were <Yeah. laughs> we were so bad also isaac thanks for another uh super chat also nobody put that in your terminal don't do that um <laughs> He keeps giving You'll people commands you should not run. Part. Don't do that. Stop giving really bad commands, man. It's just going to freeze everything up. All right. Also, if you want to see what that command does, watch my video on it. it I did that. <laughs> on camera. On purpose. Well, when it comes to what you were talking about with um, our predictions from last time, I got to be honest. Our last one was hard to watch, uh, especially like for me when I was talking, um, like it was, it was rough. Like I was extremely surprised at how consistently bad my predictions were. Your last like, prediction was hilarious given the fact how the year turned out, <laughs> oh, especially no. how much of a fanboy of that product you actually ended up becoming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was so bad. Anyways, if you want to know more, you're just gonna have to stick around and wait because it's it's gonna be good. You're gonna be you guys are gonna laugh at how wrong we were when our predictions. Anyway, so anyways, Tyler, uh, what have you been doing in the last three weeks that has been doing with tech? What's going on? Uh, well, um, so I've mainly been working on a um mainly Python solution. Surprisingly, um. I mean, not, not really necessarily surprisingly, but I just, I wasn't, I was expecting to do the project in a couple of different ways, but ended up going with Python. Um, but I've been building an, uh, like an automation, uh, like scheduling software for, um, a social media marketing company that, um, like, uh, me and a few other guys started. So, uh, I've been working on that like a lot. It's been honestly a lot of fun. Um, the only thing that I will say is like um, having to work with a Facebook API is really annoying, um, like ex- ex- exceptionally annoying. Um, I also was able to find out this is a 
very fun, but I don't know if you know this or not, but Facebook won't allow you to read their documentation on the API without having a Facebook account. Like, why? Like, that doesn't why surprise would you, me. Oh, why would you? But, like, it's just, it's so upsetting. Like, I don't, there's there's so much stuff about Facebook that upsets me. But, yeah, um, that's what I've been working on. It's been... It's been a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, me and my sister with our like um, dog walking and like um, dog, well, mainly just pet care business. We've been doing um, we've been doing really well. And we're also potentially looking at opening up a boarding facility. And so that'll mean this kind of scheduling software will be really handy there. So it's been a lot of fun. Been working on it and just trying to decide like kind of like what we're what we're going to do with it in the long term how we're going to make it work but yeah what about you what you been up to man well i don't know i wrote something down here so i've been working on so funnily enough you're, you've been getting into social media i've been reducing my social media output so <laughs> uh i still have a twitter but i don't tweet to it anymore so that's gone i've moved all of my almost all of my social interaction to mastodon and I used to spend an awful lot of time on YouTube, like watching a whole bunch of channels. And then I'd get into the, you know, the the rabbit hole of watching the algorithm stuff that they suggested to you, right? And you'd go to the homepage and you'd say, oh, that looks yep. good. And then it's just one video after another over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a way to take the subsc- uh, any channel you want and turn it into an RSS feed. So I've done that for all of the channels that I've subscribed to and put it into no news boat so that I only watch the videos of the channels that I care about. I no longer get into the algorithm stuff that YouTube gives me and uh, I don't go down that rebel hole anymore. And I watch way less YouTube than I used to. Like I still watch the channels that I care about, but I don't ever discover anything new because I'm only watching the, from the channels that I, you know, have subscribed to in the past. So um yeah it's a it's surprising how much time i've noticed that i've saved by not messing around on youtube so much so that's been pretty good i've also been doing the same thing with other sites where with reddit and stuff where i used to spend a lot of time on reddit so i i've taken some of the bigger subreddits that i follow and put them into rss feeds problem with reddit though is that like half the stuff that i did on reddit was like images like unix porn unix porn is pretty useless in a rss feed because at least at least in an rss feed that is um in the terminal where you can't see images so it's kind of uh it's kind of not as good there but uh yeah that's what that's basically what i've been doing uh most of the like just in my free time um also tonight I start my Python course, so that should be fun. We both have something oh. to do with Python, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to be starting my Python course this evening, so that should be Wait, fun. Wait, hold on. Are you doing the, like, six-hour free one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did that one. Um, that one's actually – it's really, really good. Um, I will just say, though, uh, if you're like me, uh, do not – forget that there is an option to go like 1.5 times speed through it because it's a really long course and it's not like you talk slow. There is a lot covered there, but trust me when I say I didn't have any issues watching through it at that speed and it does help get through it much faster because I mean, like let's be honest, six hours is a lot of time. 
but yeah. it's a fantastic course. It really is good. Well, I plan so. on breaking it up into you know several days, uh, maybe even Ooh. a week or so, and and just doing it at. I, I'm not doing it for a job or anything. I'm just doing it because I want to. What I want to do is be able to develop something like in my own. It doesn't even matter what. That way, the next time we talk about something regarding developers, I, I can no longer have to say I'm not a developer. But this way, I'm a developer. <laughs> I'm a, I was gonna say I was gonna swear, but I stopped myself. I did it already. <laughs> hey. Anyway, well, no, anyways, I mean if you stopped yourself, you're doing good. You're doing good. I hate the filter, man. I got, you got to self filter. It, it's worse on the podcast because everything's live. Anyways. Hey, well, I mean, as long as we as long as we think about it through this perspective, we're good. We're not, we're not dirtying the minds of children. That's why we're doing it. See, if you're, you if you, first of all, you have to be 13 years old to have a YouTube account. So I mean, granted, you don't have to be 13 year old, 13 years old to watch YouTube, but you do have to be 13 year old. 13. Granted, I don't, I've never really understood that. Like we all know that kids are dumb. But they're smart enough to lie on that form that says yeah, their their yeah. their age, right? We all yeah. we all know this. <laughs> well, and, and also, especially if you know somebody with like a seven year old kid, you also know that kid's on YouTube. Like, it's just what's happening. So, all right. So my you, I told, I've talked about this before. My mom watches Doctor Phil like every day. Uh, she can't stand the guy, but she likes watching him, right? The other day he had a, a, a um, an episode on the the TikTok challenges, and they, apparently there's this TikTok. There's a couple of them. They're freaking really stupid. <laughs> there I go. <laughs> Didn't filter that one, did I? Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> I can't help it, but the, one of them is kid, cars speeding down the highway at 70 miles an hour. They crawl out of the window and stand on top of the car. Oh, Col- that's that's smart. It's called car surfing. Don't do that, by the way. It's dumb. Okay. Uh, the second one is the, they'll e- they'll either it's called the blackout challenge. They'll either hold their breath until they pass out, or and these are like little kids, like four or five years old. They'll choke each other until they pass out. Several of them have died. Like, like and they record this stuff. Like, what? Those kids. I just <laughs> I just like the fact that I live I live in a version of this universe. Where somebody who is just in a regular old conversation with a buddy has to explicitly say that you probably shouldn't get out of a car going 70 miles an hour and, <laughs> and stand, stand on the top of it. Like, <laughs> like don't do that. <laughs> like, like how, how do, like, how does no one have common sense anymore? Like, how? What happened? I, 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 people blame TikTok, but I don't. Like you can't, you can't blame that all on TikTok. Some of, I mean, it, it, but it's, I think it's Facebook's fault because Facebook was first, right? The like that everybody likes wants the likes, and that's you know whatever. I, that's not the topic for today. We don't need to get into it. But it, it just when we're talking about kids being smart enough to lie to that thing, say they're 13 years old, it just remind me like yeah, kids are pretty stupid too. So, <laughs> no. anyways, um. No. Moving on to the contact information. Believe it or not, this stuff hasn't changed since the last time you listened, so it's basically going to be the same. So you can find all of our stuff at linuxcast.org. That's our website. Uh, there you'll find past episodes, all of season six, five, four, three, two, and most of one, all of the first four episodes, which are 
in the vault, as Disney would say. You know, eventually those things will come out just like Bambi does every 20 years. It's gonna be great. Uh, anyways, uh, or the McRib, if you if if you're in the, of the McDonald's persuasion, I guess. Uh, anyways, uh, the linkscast.org is where you find all that stuff along with blog posts, which I do occasionally post. So uh, it's a great place to browse. Also. There are comments there now, so you can go there and leave comments. You do have to, unfortunately, have a GitHub account to do so. So, unfortunately, there's no anonymous posting on the on the blog, and there's nothing I can do with that because I want I didn't want a heavy commenting system like Discuss or anything like that, where I had to put in a whole bunch of like JavaScript and stuff. This was like literally like two lines uh, to put in comments on my blog which is great it's called utterances you guys should check it out anyways uh totally off topic there you can subscribe to, or you can support me on patreon patreon.com slash linuxcast you can subscribe to tyler who's on youtube um theoretically i don't know if you guys saw this but i made a video i don't remember what i was talking about but one of the b-roll things that i used was your channel and over top of it was like hello anybody making content here <laughs> it was great i i was trolling you i didn't knew, even knew you didn't wouldn't watch it was hilarious <laughs> That was so good. Anyways, uh, Tyler is on YouTube at youtube.com slash zanyog. He's also on Discord and I believe he's like is on Odyssey, but nobody cares. He doesn't care about Odyssey anymore. Um, so, uh, yeah, Tyler, subscribe to Tyler's channel. Maybe he'll eventually do some, you know, Linux content. Um, also, join his server and ping him every single day. Hey, Tyler, remember, you have a YouTube channel. It's getting lonely. <laughs> You're going to get a... Oh, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's Tyler's information. You can find all of this contact information at the linuxcast.org slash contact. And don't forget to subscribe to LinuxCast on YouTube. YouTube.com slash LinuxCast where I post daily Linux content. All of it is absolutely amazing and you guys shouldn't miss any. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and the little bell icon and all that stuff. Hashtag YouTuber. It's fantastic. Don't forget. Also, there's links to the store and the Amazon wish list and all that stuff in the video description if you want to find any of that stuff. So... Uh, also, somebody also, everybody, so there's one guy who constantly reminds me to say this, so uh, there's links to LiberaPay in the video description of all my videos, so if you want to uh, support me through a, a place that's not Patreon or YouTube or whatever, you can do so there. Um, someone gives me 60, 61 cents a week. I thank this person who gives me 61 cents a week. I don't know who you are because it says anonymous, so... Um, Thank you for your 61 cents a week. I have no clue where that 61 cents a week goes because I've never seen it. But apparently it it is there somewhere. Uh, maybe you have to withdraw it. I don't even know. That's how little I use LiberaPay. So that's the contact information. Now, uh, every every year since we started the podcast, we've been doing um, predictions. Now, last year was Tyler's first year. And uh, we did... Uh, we did predictions, I, and I'm struggling right now because my Borg-based backup says this wants to go, so I'm going to have to type in my password, <laughs> uh, which is great. It's fantastic. I love I love when just random stuff comes up. It's like half the time this doesn't even work, and it had to work right during the podcast. Thank you for that. That's awesome. Love it. Anyways, uh, where was it? Anyways, predictions. So last year was Tyler's first year so we each did three linux predictions and you guys are just going to be so amazed at how wrong we were <laughs> like it was so bad so tyler your first prediction my friend from last year you want to read this thing out to us because we're gonna laugh our asses off <laughs> sadly 
So, um, I said that last year was going to be, uh, the year that, uh, element really took off. People stopped talking about matrix and they implemented grid mode. All of which not didn't happen. <laughs> it really didn't happen. Like as far as I know, they still haven't imp- implemented uh, grid mode. And I will pause for a second, just so anyone can tell me that I'm wrong on that. If he, anyone he really has wants been the, using Matrix, he really wants the point. At least like half a point. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll accept you know like a quarter of a point at the like <laughs> at the <laughs> at this moment. Like it's, but yeah, for the mo. All right, for like the majority of the point element should have taken off and it has absolutely not <laughs> nowhere the best part about the prediction was that we were talking about joe rogan say <laughs> well joe rogan made this other thing really super super popular and i was like well yeah who do you think would do this for for element matt damon <laughs> and, and then of course matt damon and tom brady and stuff get in trouble for that uh ftx stuff so they can even yeah. probably a good thing they can tell <laughs> That was so good. Yeah, you were... Uh, the, the, by the way, me telling you how wrong you were about this was the only thing that I got right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I remember watching that, and, and I was like, oh, I was like, well, Matt must have gotten something right. And then when I looked at the actual like list that we have in the show notes and, and everything was wrong, I was like, that was that's right. That wasn't an actual point. Like. <laughs> Okay, so you guys remember that um, scene from Billy Madison? They're at the, I think they're at the end of like the triathlon or whatever it is, and the principal's like, "That is the most utterly moronic thing I have ever seen, ever heard in my entire life." Uh, everyone in the room is now more less is less intelligent for having heard of it. I award you no points, and ha- may the Lord have mercy on your soul. <laughs> God, that's such a great, great clip. I, I should watch that. We should, I should watch it right now. Screw you. <laughs> That's so good. Anyways, uh, Tyler was wrong on that uh, zero points. Uh, so my first one, surprisingly, was also wrong. I said that Solus would fold, as in not exist. That didn't happen. They're still chugging along. Um, t- they're still just on the same version of Budgie they were at the beginning of the year, other than like a point release or something like that, which is not surprising. Uh, but it is still there. So nothing major new has happened with Solus, but they still exist. Um See, I thought that Solus would fold because, like, everybody was fleeing the project. But, no, it's still there. Um, I don't know anybody who uses it. Uh, raise your hand in the the live chat if you use, currently use, Solus Linux. Um, I'm, I'm crickets. Crickets. <laughs> I'm, I'm, guess, I'm no. guessing there's, maybe there's, like, one person. Like, hey, I use Solus. It's fantastic. Solus is a really good distro, but nobody, is, like, I very, very rarely meet anybody who uses it. Um, honestly, I'd kind of be surprised if half the developers actually use it. It's one of those distros, right? Um, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, Zero Linux, thanks for the, the super chat. I'll read your prediction out later, if you if that's okay. Um, we'll put it at the end as a special hot take. Okay. Um, so Tyler, your second one from last year. Oh, my second one is, um, distributions based on Ubuntu will no longer be based on Ubuntu. At least some of them, you know, uh, I, I can't remember. Did I, which one did I use as an example? Well, you talked about Linux mint and how funny it would be if they, if they, 
moved away. I'm from pretty it. like I, I was pretty sure I brought up Linux Mint, but I wasn't sure if I was all like I don't know why. I think I saw something on Zorin like yesterday or maybe the day before, and that's why I'm thinking of Zorin. But I wasn't sure if I talked about Zorin. But yeah, like um, it would be it, it it would have been a good a good prediction if Snaps hadn't have really just kind of faded in general. Like no one's yes, people are still using snaps. Snaps are still definitely a thing, but snaps really aren't nearly as, as big of a focal point, I guess in people like talking about problems they have in Linux anymore. It's normally not just a snap problem. So, um, I think I think maybe if if snaps had been more egregiously bad this year, maybe I had been right there. Yes. Maybe some projects would have moved away. The thing with snaps but, is that they did get better a little bit. Like when they finally moved when they moved Firefox to snaps, they realized that they had to make it faster because it was so utterly horrifically slow to load. Um, so they finally had to fix the problem. Now that doesn't mean snaps are fast. It just means that they're about 50 to 60 percent faster than they used to be. So, um, that was always the biggest problem, right? So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, this one here, I don't re- remember commenting on it, but I do remember thinking like, there's no way that this is going to happen. <laughs> uh, um, mainly cause I, I was, mis- I, you, I think you were talking about the, the derivatives. Right, you're talking like Linux, Linux yeah. Mint, Zorin, and stuff like that. See, I in my brain when I heard you say it, I thought you were talking about some of the flavors. I was like, there's no way that you know, like Ubuntu Mate is gonna go away from Ubuntu. You know, <laughs> I don't know why yeah. I was thinking that way, but that yeah. that kept me from thinking that. This, right. One thing I will say though is that if you had meant that, you would have been closer to getting a point because Mate and Kubuntu and stuff have started to. Uh, differentiate themselves in terms of Ubuntu by including Flatpak and stuff like that. So, um, that could, that could have been a partial point, but you know, sad, but not getting that one. Sorry. <laughs> no, we're we're going to no, have some no, really no. big brown numbers at the end. of <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. uh, Okay. So the, the second one for me was canonical will become more obsessed with flutter. I thought for sure that they would have done more with Flutter. But honestly, for as much talk as they made about Flutter when they announced that they are going to do a new installer, they have done nothing with it. They have yeah. serious... I mean, even the... So, you wouldn't think that an installer would take that long, but it's been two years since they started working on that installer. And I used it the other day, or a couple weeks ago, and it looks... Ex- First of all, it looks exactly the same as the old installer. So... Any benefits they had from Flutter have to have been pure developmental, right? It had to have been something for the developers to be good, right? But also, cool. um, like it, it shows no user benefit whatsoever, and it took, it took two years. So either there's something wrong with Flutter, or they're not as enthusiastic as they thought that they were. Because, like I said, it took two years. Now, granted, they had a, an LTS in the middle of that. So they were probably focusing mostly on that, but still, it just feels like it took way too long for a installer that doesn't really provide anything new. But also, I thought that they would like there is there the only other thing that happened with Flutter in the last year was that somebody rewrote the Snap Store in Flutter. That was the only other thing that I saw 
for regular base Ubuntu that so haven't thought, and that wasn't canonical. That was somebody in the community that, that that Ubuntu then adopted, right? They pulled that project in, but somebody else created it. So that was really weird. Um, I thought, yeah, well, I, thought, I mean, they they really, in all honesty, have not shown any enthusiasm towards Flutter in any other projects. No. Like it's just been the installer and. I mean, that's about it. Like I've I've seen other stuff about Flutter. Like I've seen YouTube videos on Flutter and like people doing stuff with it, but well, not like canonical. Martin Wimpress is working on a desktop environment, a brand new desktop environment. Because first of all, that's exactly what we need is another desktop environment. But he's using he's building one with one of his partners or whatever uh, in Flutter. And so that's the only other thing I've heard about Flutter since then. It's the so the Google and Flutter or the canonical and Google partnership on Flutter was really hard to say um, was put into place when he was the desktop lead. So it's very possible that he was the one that was so into Flutter, but now that he's not at canonical anymore, canonical doesn't really care anymore. But um, I don't know if you feel like this, but I mean. We've t- and I think we've talked about this before, but it feels like every year that we go on Ubuntu or Canonical becomes less and less interested in the actual Ubuntu desktop. Like it feels like yep. every year it just becomes more and more like who cares? Like even inside of Canonical, like they don't. It, it feels like they don't care. Like the, the 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 desktop lead for Ubuntu was always somebody that the community really knew. Um, now I can tell you his name. Like I'm sure that he's some he's somebody in in a someone who interacts with the community a lot, but I just couldn't tell you his name. But before that, I could tell you exactly who the desktop lead for Ubuntu what for Ubuntu was. And then before that, I could tell you the name. Now I can't. Um, so uh, it just feels like they're, I don't know. It doesn't feel like Ubuntu is dying. It just more feels like it is meh. Like nobody cares, even canonical, right? right? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was not a point, by the way, <laughs> that did not happen. Yes. So Tyler, your third one. The, oh, this is a good one. Guys, listen to this. This is great. Yeah. The, the third yeah. one for Tyler was fantastic. Yeah. So, so if you ever, <clears throat> if you ever want proof that I'm not a complete, like, you know, ego maniac, narcissist or anything, um, let me just demonstrate how completely and utterly stupid and like, um, idiotic I can be. And hopefully I will learn from this. Uh, the Steam Deck will see most people running Windows on it. <laughs> the thing is, is that I would have... Why did I say this? I'm pretty sure I agreed with you at the time. I was like, it made 100% sense because there was no way that Valve was going to get enough Linux games to work on the Steam Deck in order for it to be good. Um, so that they were going to... And because that was absolutely going to happen, I think we both thought that they were going to have to put enough work into Windows development in order to get that to work on the on the device. But, wow, wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, so wrong. Like, not only did Valve, did Valve do a good enough job that most people don't want to install Windows on it, Windows themselves was so bad that... For I I think a majority like after they came out with the initial drivers, I'm pretty sure like there was really horrible. I can't remember what it was like power management or something. It was some aspect of the driver. The audio was just work. there was the no audio. There was That's no audio. Was, yeah. yeah. 
like, <laughs> I, I think that they did that on purpose because there's been a, a meme in the Linux community about audio sucking out Linux. Like, here you go, Windows, no audio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just, it, it is one of those things where, like, it's sad that I can understand me making that, but also, like, come on, have some faith. Like, of course it would all work out. It's, like, it's more funny that you went on to like the device so much when you bought one, right? Yeah. Like, the fact yeah. that you ended up liking it so much, and you probably didn't even consider putting Windows on it, did you? No. No. I got to think uh, so. Not at all. So no. I'm pretty sure that's the vast majority of people. They just use it, and if they've come across a game that doesn't work, they just you know move on, give themselves a refund, and move on. Um, yeah, that that yeah, I, right. I laughed out loud when I, I was listening. I was like, ah, there's no way. <laughs> well, and I mean, also like the ironic <laughs> thing too is I haven't even changed the distribution on it. Like I've tried, but there's some quirks with other distributions and a lot of them like <laughs> um, like it wasn't until a few months ago or whatever when valve added um some support for all of the device parts and stuff in the base linux kernel so some other distributions weren't fully compatible with the device but really in all honesty like valve's own Linux system is so dang good. There's really not much reason to change. And like, I didn't expect valve to get it. So right. Like good on them. No. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised that they, sorry. Apparently the dog's coming to visit. Oh, um, good. good. <laughs> Um, I don't know why she wants to come in here. She's just going to want to leave. Hi. I'm in the middle of fun. <laughs> Hello. She's like, not anymore. Not anymore. All right. Hold on a second. Where are you going? This is ridiculous. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> Windows 11 just sucks now. <laughs> That's neat. <laughs> All right. All right. So here, here we go. Moving on to the next part. So this is where it gets fun. We're going to do three... New predictions for 2023. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. I missed one. I missed my last one. Uh, sorry. For last year, I said that the Discord would have a big scandal. That didn't happen. I, honestly, that's the one that I thought. Like, I usually choose one that I know is going to happen for sure, so I at least get one point. It didn't happen. Um, it just, yeah, you know. I, I expected that one to happen. It is very surprising that Discord has made it without any major scandals. Well, like, I mean, I thought that there, I mean, because, I mean, there, if you pay attention, like, outside of the Linux space, the Linux space is actually fairly self-contained, and most people are fairly well-behaved. Like, yes, we have trolls, and but if you look at my ban list on my Discord, I have, like, six people that I've ever banned in, like, two years, yeah. you know? And I think, like, three of them are the exact same person, I'm pretty sure. Um, but... F- if you expand outside of the Linux space in the Discord, you know, community and join other servers, especially in like fandom, right? If you get into like uh, mm-hmm. Harry Potter and stuff like that, fandom, like, there's some atrocious crap there, and you know, it just, just seriously, some of the stuff is so bad. And I just figured some of that stuff would have to come back and bite them because you just see some nasty, nasty stuff in other servers. Um, 
thank God it doesn't come to Linux all that much, but still, it's it's pretty bad. Um, I think some of the reason why it has gotten a little bit better is because of Automod. Um, so I, I know the people in my Discord hate Automod because it literally doesn't allow them to say anything uh, nasty. But uh, we don't want the the server to get banned. Sorry, folks. Uh, anyways, uh, that was my last one. It did not happen. So uh, let's count out the points for last year shall we uh let me get my calculator out oh yeah that's right we got zero points zero zero points um god i hope we do better this year <laughs> that's just embarrassing this, look this year is going to be better okay it's gonna be better. there's his first prediction by the way if he gets that one wrong <laughs> we get all of them wrong next year okay so um Moving on. Now we can move on to the 2023 predictions. So, we've, like I said, we've each come up with three predictions for uh, this upcoming year. I will go first, uh, and then, uh, Tyler, you can go next. Okay, so my first one for the 2023 is that Valve will not – this, is, this is, by the way, is the one that I'm sure I'm going to get right. I'm absolutely 100% positive. Uh, Valve will not release a Steam Deck 2 this year. I guarantee I, – I would bet money on this that they will not do yeah. this. Um, well, I, I think that's a little cheeky, though, because, like, I think there's probably a chance that they might announce one. I mean, it would still be a towards towards the middle of the year at best. But Okay, let, let me put a proviso on it so that we can make a judgment next year if this happens. If they Even if they if they announce one, I'm wrong. Okay, because I'm saying okay. they won't even announce it this year. Um, okay. I would go All so right. far as to say they won't announce or release one next year, but I'm not as confident about that. Um because Valve, man, they Half Life Three. Need I say more? Also, the in, yeah. the index is now like five years old or four years old, something like that. They have not released a sequel. Um, it's still like a thousand dollars. When you have like the Quest Two, whatever the hell it is, it's like three hundred bucks. Um, so I'm I'm not confident that they'll even ever do a Steam Deck, despite its popularity. But or Steam Deck Two is what I should say. But um. I, it definitely won't happen this year. So that's my first one. Uh, you have thoughts on that, Tyler, or are you disagreeing with me? Uh, I don't know. I think it might happen. I think it might happen, but I, th- I think you're there. I think there's a good chance that you'll end up right. I think there's a good chance you'll end up right. Nate asked, uh, didn't they already announce the Steam Deck Two? They didn't announce it, they, but they've hinted that it's that they are working on yeah. it. Uh, so uh, it's possible but, that I have. Uh, <laughs> all right, like, look, like, look. Let's be completely fair about this, and like, let's let's go a little bit into this. Valve is has worked on a lot of things. All right, I'm sure Valve for the past like 18 years has hinted at the fact that they've been working on Half Life Three. Okay, have we gotten a Half Life Three in the past couple of decades? No. We haven't. We've gotten Half-Life Alex, but that doesn't count. That's not three. So, like, they it's s- Valve. Like, seriously, they should have just called that three. I mean, they should No, no, <laughs> no, they shouldn't have, because I played it. It was, it is, it is not Half-Life 3 at all, but it is a good experience and a good prequel to Half-Life 3. It's just the sad part is, is I know I won't see Half-Life 3 until my grandkids have grandkids. So I'm dead. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Um, But, yeah. So no Steam Deck 2 this year. 
That's my first person prediction. So, Tyler, your first one for this year. And please, dear Lord, make me write about this one. <laughs> um, Web3, NFT, crypto, metaverse, all that bullshit. Oh, dang it. <laughs> dang nabbit. All right. So <laughs> that stuff is going to see heavy regulation and um, it's going to get more like just investigated by proper authorities and uh, people are going to lose interest in them and we're not going to be talking about it or hearing about it by next year. Fingers crossed. I think you had the first part of it, right? But I think we'll probably still be hearing about it, but probably mostly only in the negative aspect, but that's basically happened already. Like, well, when was I'm it? thinking it's probably just going to be like, there's not going to be, major news articles and headlines about it anymore just because it won't be a thing that people do anymore like i mean i mean also can we just please acknowledge the fact that there is no way that two generations like away from now they're going to look back at how idiotic the idea of people buying each other's jpegs were like there's there's no way if you need any evidence whatsoever that mac os is based on bsd your lips are out of sync <laughs> <laughs> like there's all the proof you need to know that that's based on bsd <laughs> yep. that was so good um i think i think i mostly agree on it. i do think that we will talk about it but mostly negative but the, if you think about it like that's already happened because when was the last time you heard anything positive about crypto outside of the crypto bros you know yeah. Everybody was talking about it now. There's nobody bullish on it, or whatever it's called, whatever you know. So I th- I yeah. think that it'll just continue to get more and more negative as, as you say, more and more of the scammers are caught and prosecuted. And we can hopeful, all hope. Hopeful. Like I made a comment in my video yesterday about their fake money. <laughs> like like, like <laughs> that's what it is. Most of it's fake money. Like somebody somebody came back to me was like Bitcoin's real. Like okay. I th- you know honestly here, here here this is this is a dumb conversation for me to have but um if crypto had just stayed at bitcoin like if it had just been bitcoin and there was nothing else they didn't they didn't start with these weird like markets or whatever where you could trade bitcoin or which are all ponzi scams by the way every single one of them you know and and they didn't come out with all these cr- damn it youtube shit coins um, you know, if, if Dogecoin had never existed, like all that stuff, crypto would have been just fine. Uh, it would have been very niche, um, and very unstable. Like they would have been going up and down. There goes Tyler. He just walked away. <laughs> uh, please make NFT. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but anyways, I just, I, I think if it was just Bitcoin, it probably would have been just fine. Uh, but I still think that you know it would have been a very niche product couldn't agree more <laughs> sorry I had to get up and let the dogs out well <laughs> your dogs are leaving my dogs over there doing what dogs do hi and I said her I talked to her so she came to come say hello how you doing they want to see you on camera you come up here you come up here no. all right she doesn't listen to me she'll jump on me when I don't want her to do it anyways 
um yeah all right moving on to my next one so micro so this is the vaguest prediction i've ever given but i want i was gonna say microsoft is gonna buy canonical but that's not gonna happen so my prediction is microsoft will buy something big in the linux world this year uh whether that is canonical or something else i'm not sure what but it's gonna be something big they'll they're gonna buy it uh similar to the like the github acquisition Right, they're gonna do. They're gonna buy something big that has to do with open source this year, and it's gonna, just like GitHub did, piss everybody off, uh, because it's Microsoft, and uh, that's. I mean, like I said, I don't know what it's gonna be, so that's the reason why it's vague. Um, but it's gonna be something, because I don't think. Like we know that IBM is failing, right? Like I don't know if you've read any of this stuff, but IBM itself is not doing all that great in terms of like its vision for the future. But Red Hat continues to prop that company up, and while Microsoft obviously is not having any problems making money, uh, I do think that they look at that and think that you know maybe buying a open source cloud company like I don't know Canonical would be a good idea. Uh, so I think that that's probably going to happen, but I don't think it's going to be. Con- I it's probably not going to be canonical, but it's going to be something different. It'll be something big, so that'll be interesting Ooh. to see. Everybody hates Microsoft, by the way. <laughs> like everybody hates Microsoft. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, your next one. Uh, my next one is that I will be streaming on YouTube every single day this year for four hours. Every day. Starting when? Uh, today. But the schedule will be posted tomorrow. So, okay. uh, yeah. If, if you miss one day, you're wrong, by the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, a, and, and also, uh, j- just so you guys know how, like, um, serious I am about, um, getting back and doing all, uh, all, all my YouTube stuff properly. Um, I also need to get with you about, uh, I want to, I want to host my own website similar to the, the way yours is set up, Matt. Like I kind of like yours. It's more text based and like, seems like it's kind of simple to, to manage and set up. Okay. So. so I will, I will point you towards, um, J Dog, he will he will uh, get you set up because he set it up for me. Um, oh, word. Um, okay. Because he wrote a script where all I have to do is run the script and it will update the site. <laughs> it's fantastic and everything else is written in Markdown. Um, yes, Tyler said he's going oh, to stream yes. again and not only stream again but he's going to do it today for four yes. hours. What, so yes. what is the what is the topic of this mythical stream? Um, well, this one, I don't, I really, uh, this one, I'm just going to be just chat. Like I've already got it scheduled so people can see it. I'll post it on discord and I'll post it in your discord too. I'm um, I'm going to look, I I don't believe you. (laughs) No, it's, it's actually scheduled. I swear to God. Um, but, uh, it's scheduled for at six, I think it's five 30 or six o'clock my time. Yeah. Five 30 my time. But, um, Anyway, I'm just going to be uh, uh, like there. watching YouTube. I, I told you. Y'all, look at this. It's, it's there. <laughs> I'm actually going to be back. I swear. But yeah, um, I, I think I'm just going to be watching videos and then messing around on Mac OS, like just chatting, uh, whatever people in chat want to see me do. I want um, zero AD streams back. 
That's what I would like to see is you play some zero AD. I'll even come play with you. Look, if if that's what people want, and <laughs> assuming you're in chat and you want that, we can do that. Well, it won't be today, but I'm not. just saying in, in the future, zero AD, I'd love to see that come, come back because that was fun. Uh, even though I was bad at it the one time I played, so... Uh, it's totally fine. I'll, I'll give you a fair chance. No, you won't. All right. <laughs> totally won't. I totally will not stack the odds. You are in a my favor. ruthless, ruthless man. Um, so. Really am. Uh, I, now, I will say one other thing, though. Um, I am very excited to um, to see your next prediction. Uh, all right. Just just saying. Uh, I know you're about to get into it, so uh, I'm very excited to see this one uh, come true, and it be good. I want it to be good when it gets implemented. Yeah, we'll see. But, All right, so my last one is that we'll see classic window managers, classic tiling window managers, classic floating window managers move to Wayland this year, or at least begin to make plans to do so. So, and, I, and when I talk about classic ones, I'm not talking about new things like Hyperland or Sway. I'm talking about uh, like things like BSPWM, DWM, Openbox, things like that. Now, there are some that already have done this. Like Qtile already has a Wayland implementation. So that's already happened. Um, the one that I'm the most interested in, so that, and I'm and I'm not talking about forks either. Like I'm not like DWM has a fork that does Wayland called DWL. I've heard that it's awful, so uh, I don't know whether that's true or not. But uh, I, I'm more interested to see what the actual window manager teams do when it comes to Wayland. Now it's possible, like I would. Honestly, I would see like Openbox do something. I mean, like, Openbox moves really, really slow, but so do the others. Like that's the thing about the classic window managers is that they move really, really slow. I don't honestly. It's possible that BSPWM has been abandoned. Um, and the reason why I say that is because I don't think they have had a commit in like a year and a half. Um, I may be wrong about that. Um, I may, I may have just made that up in my mind, but I, I believe I saw that the last commit for them. At least was a long time ago. So it's possible that that won't happen for BSPWM. I know DWM. That, so you know this, right? You've used, used DWM before. Uh, they were on version 6.2 forever, right? Oh, my God. Forever. It was for a long time. Ever. They're at 6.4 now. Like, <laughs> they moved from 6.3, which was just a version number bump. That's all. There was no new features for 6.3. But they almost immediately moved to 6.4. Like I, I and I didn't know because I mean they don't they have a mailing list but I don't follow it so I didn't really know. <laughs> but um, come on, let's be honest. Who follows the DWM? Like I kind of want like, to now because no. apparently it's exciting. It's where it's all at now, right? They keep moving up versions, right? Like are we gonna get to see seven by the end of the year? <laughs> well, but that's the funny part. Like most of the like version by version change, like the changes are normally so little, if even. Well, uh, change. well, that's that's like, absolutely true, and I'm sure 6.4 wasn't like some major like release or whatever. But the fact that they moved a version number so soon after going to 6.3 just was it blew my mind because 6.2 was there for years, right? I I don't even I think it came out in like 2018 or something like that. It was it's some crazy long ago year from from here, right? That 6.2 came out and then like. 
five, four or five months ago, 6.3 was there, and it was just a burnt version bump. And then the other day, I was watching Linux Dabbler do something with DWM, and it was like, I'm going to install version 6.4. I was like, what? <laughs> 6.4 well, i mean like it, it it very well could be that like suckless is like an actual like they're a team of like vampires like software vampires like they come out of like hibernation once every few years and then they just cram a whole bunch of versions out <laughs> they do a whole bunch of like you know small medial work because i mean you can't do much with 2000 lines of code like let's be real so you you know you like yeah do a little bit of stuff and then they pass out and they go back to sleep for you know and hibernate for another three years you know very well could be what they do i think you just compared them to locusts um <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. I was trying, I was trying to stick with a vampire <laughs> analogy, but <laughs> locust uh, is a little bit more. <laughs> honestly, of my three predictions, this is the one that I'm pretty sure I'm going to get 100% wrong because those window managers, especially the three that I named, move so slowly, they make XFCE look like a highly developed project. I mean, <laughs> so I I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever to find myself be completely wrong on either of these things on on this one here so um it'd be interesting to see that i'm not but it'd be if if i had to hedge my bet i would say that it's more likely that we'll see forks of these that take off than the actual uh, window managers themselves implementing wayland but my prediction is that one of them will so we'll see um i don't know and like i said that's my least confident confident one so, Tyler, your third one. My third and uh, final prediction is AI and Linux will become a big part of um, small businesses' success, um, which I think is kind of kind of already starting to happen. But I uh, I made the prediction. Hopefully, it's something that like does end up being more true for the majority of small businesses and start seeing a lot of smaller businesses like actually able to compete because of AI. Um, like a, a good example, AI and Linux. Cause um, I mean, like I, I'm part of a new small startup and we're using Linux. Uh, like we'll have our Linux server that runs, runs our software and then um, we have just one artist and uh, we're going to be augmenting his work with uh, some AI art, art that, because I mean, dude, I've been getting into AI art and it's actually like, it's phenomenal what it can do. Like it is crazy. It's very good. But yeah, I, I think we're going to start seeing that in a lot of smaller businesses. And I can't believe see. how fast chat B- GPT has taken off like that thing. Yes. Uh, dude, I actually use that for creating our softwares, um, our, uh, it, getting its name and like, it is remarkable <laughs> how good it is. Like all, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that someone needs to get Will Smith, have him just, we need to put the Chris Rock thing behind him. He needs to come save us from the inevitable iRobots. I'm just, <laughs> just saying that that thing is happening, uh, and you're all crazy with the AI stuff. But um, if if I had a bonus prediction, I would say that uh, AI is going to be the next crypto. Um, well, so. I 
I, I agree with that, but only in the sense that it's a new emerging technology. I don't think AI is going to be nearly as filled with scams mm-hmm. as it is as it is with um, so, uh, I read this the other day crypto. the Bing software or the Bing search engine is going to start using uh, chat GPT for their searches and uh, like I, I like I've watched some of the videos on chat GPT sometimes it's very very wrong like it's phenomenal how right it is sometimes but also it can be very very wrong and it's very confident when yeah. it's wrong right like it will tell you confidently in that it, it, it's wrong sometimes right and but we have we do have to be on all right like let's 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 level the playing field here let's be completely honest all right if chat gpt integrates in with bing bing might actually be usable like look chat chat gpt can be wrong but it will probably be wrong also far less than uh, Bing. out of date right the, the, the last update to chat gpt's data set was in december and they do it like once every six months so searching for anything that's you know after december not going to work until they do yes. the next update on the data set yes. so it'd be i don't know but like let's be honest bing probably doesn't update for, <laughs> probably every six their ro- the robots go out and search for uh, robots.txt files just every like <laughs> six months or so <laughs> <laughs> that's great okay uh eddie asks uh, eddie thanks for the super chat he asks i have always been a linux android guy but i'm seeing more linux folks with iphones can you be a good linux citizen and use an iphone what do you use well i am on an android phone and i use linux tyler is the biggest apple fanboy now that you've ever seen in your life uh, he can't he can't be a good linux citizen because he doesn't even use linux um i do i do i just for personal use, I am much more of a, I, I look, I lean towards convenience, especially now when it comes to like what I need to like, since I'm doing a lot with my sister's business and I'm constantly on the move, taking care of dogs and doing all that stuff. I, convenience is very important to me and Macs are decently secure and very convenient. But that being said, Linux, like, look, Mac hardware is extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it just is. Even, even the more cheaper things with their new Mac M1s, like, they're more affordable. But we're still talking like a thousand dollars. That's a lot of freaking money. You can do a lot of what Mac comes with out of the box in Linux with a few scripts that you can write up in like two hours and, and like KDE Connect. Yeah, like, I mean, there's there's plenty of different solutions in Linux to have something that like that's one of the reasons why I really enjoyed um, my Mac is because it is really the only reason why I go with Macs now is just because of the integration with the iPhone where I can get text and stuff on all my devices. Like, that's really just about it. Um, Like, really, in all honesty, like Linux has pretty much every single like switching over to a Mac was very easy because of Linux. Like they are, they have a lot of similarities, Mm -hmm. but Linux is honestly in, in its actual usability and um, ability to change the way that you interact with stuff. It's better. Like it just, it just is surprisingly Mac does have solutions. Like you can get window managers and stuff, but 
the solutions on Linux are far better. That sounds like a really good idea for a stream, by the way, the window manager thing. I'd, I'd watch that. Anyways, uh, Eddie, to go back to your question, uh, can you be a good Linux citizen and use an iPhone? Yes, you can. Of course you can. Um, if you are going to become a bad Linux citizen just because you use something proprietary, then I am also a bad Linux citizen because I use proprietary stuff all the time, including right now I'm using YouTube. Um, you, you know, and I use Google Docs all the time for work. So, um, I, I well, I mean, especially if you if you work remote or like run your own business or anything, like the odds that you're not going to have to use something proprietary for something is really low. Yeah, like it doesn't make you bad at like a, being part of the Linux community because you use something proprietary. And honestly, the people who tell you yeah. that you're a bad person or like not a a real part of the Linux community because you use something that's proprietary, like j just don't listen to those people. Like they're, they're not all that put together themselves. They're obviously uh, the bad ones. Um, because yeah. like, look, use as much open source software as you possibly can and then find the tool that works best for the job. Even if it's not open source, it's just, that's, no. that's the way you got to live your life. You do the stuff that you can do when you can do it if and the and the thing is guys you know we say we say android is linux but android has so much proprietary nonsense on top of it that it's not proprietary i know we like saying that oh well linux runs the vast majority of phones in the universe but and technically true it has the linux kernel on there but it's not really linux uh and the vast like like a lot of the brand new phones coming from the bigger uh, manufacturers now are so locked down you can't even put third-party ROMs on them anymore. Like Samsung, you can't root those things without them disabling the, the camera system. Like you can't do it. Um, you could use or just or just trying like especially if you're on like the big big carrier in your country. Like normally, like because like my family we're on Verizon and Verizon is so locked down. Like any note. That's like not from like seven, ten years ago, like the Samsung Note series, like they're all so locked down. There's you can't root them. You, I mean, you can't unlock. You can't do anything to those devices. And normally also it's it's also one of those things where it's hard to run a degoogled phone when you're a pro, like when you're doing professional work. Because a lot of apps that you're going to be required to use won't work on root. Sadly, require them. Well, the, wait, what? The, a lot of apps like that won't work on root rooted phone. Like if you want to do oh, well, that's true. Yeah. Anything. I mean, now there's a lot of professional apps like that, but there's also like if you want to do any banking on your device, you have to use this regular Google phone. It can't be rooted. Um, they they check for that. Like it just won't work. Um, I mean, I'm sure there are exceptions out there, but for the most part, like I know my bank would not work on a rooted phone. That's why I haven't even attempted it. Um, now maybe when this device gets outdated and I move on to the next one or whatever, I'll play around with it. But as a main device, I don't think it's ever going to be possible. So just to go back to the the question, of course you can, right? I mean, you you can yeah. you can use whatever you want. If you use just Linux on one computer, you're you're still all right with me. Um, no. so, and actually someone in chat said, don't let DT hear this stream. And like, 
I will go ahead and defend Derek for a second. Like Derek constantly talks about proprietary software being garbage, but he's he's also never said nor ever implied that you're a terrible person for using proprietary yeah. software. He just disagrees with people making it. He's like, you shouldn't make it. Like, which I look, that's a pretty good argument. Like, I really don't disagree with him there. Most software probably should be open source. Get, get a Pine Phone. Everyone tells me, Matt, <laughs> you, you gotta get a Pine Phone. Gotta get a Pine Phone and make it your regular phone. I, like, I've watched videos about the Pine Phone and it looks fascinating, but guys, I'm not a gamer in regular life, but I use games on the phone <laughs> and none of those are on the Pine Phone. I wasn't going to stop you, but the funny thing is, is as soon as you said Python, like in my head, all I saw was you looking at a Pine phone in your hand and going, where's the Clash of Clans? Exactly, man. How am I supposed to play Clash without Android or iPhone? Um, also, I, I downloaded Genshin Impact, so that's going to be something I want to get into playing. Plus, I mean, like Words with Friends is on there, and I've been doing the New York Times crossword puzzle on there. So, you know, I do. Dude, we we are so bad because I've been playing Bloons Tower Defense like crazy lately. I know. It's such a good game. It's so good. <laughs> it's a dig. It's a dig. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> totally gone off the uh, rails. When I first got my iPhone, when so when the iPhone first came out with a with an app store, there was this mafia game. I don't even. It was a turn based like time game where stuff you're you got stuff based on the time that passed, and uh, that was before there was in app purchases. So if you wanted to buy stuff for the game, you'd have to buy a new version of the game that had the gold that you wanted for the stuff. So I bought like, <laughs> man, I must have spent hundreds of dollars on that game. It was nuts. I don't even remember what the game really was about. I don't. I it was it was some mafia game. That's all I remember. Um, but man, uh, I've been a mobile gamer pretty much since that time. Um, and that's the reason why I, I, I stick to, I w couldn't use a Pine phone. Um, if all I did was ever make phone calls, I'm sure it'd be fine. Um, but I never make fine, I never make phone calls. I mean, I don't do that anyways. Well, now that you're opening up about your mobile gaming, I just have to ask you a question and please answer with honesty. Have you played Diablo Immortal? No. Okay. Okay. Good. I just have to ask because, like, you're talking about spending money on a mobile game, and I just, I just had to check to make sure, like, we didn't need to like get you help, you know, mm. like save you financially from yourself. No. And to be honest with you, I don't spend any money on inter. In most of the games that I play now are 100% free to play, and. About a year ago, I decided I was not going to spend any more money on on in-app purchases. I used to spend a ton of money on Clash of Clans, Clash of Clash of Clash of Clans. Yeah, that's the one. Clash <laughs> it's of so hard to Clash. Say. I still can't say it. It's like I have a stroke. Clash of Clans. There we go. I used to spend hundred. I mean, I had to spend like hundreds of dollars on that game. Like spending like because around this time of year, they would. Like for fifty bucks or a hundred bucks, they give you all of this loot, right? I mean, it's like tons and tons of stuff, and you could like almost upgrade your entire base on that one purchase. And you know, it's like normally that stuff's like three hundred dollars, and it's like a hundred bucks. Like, hey, I'm saving some money. Um, <laughs> no. See, this is the problem with mobile gaming. They do this shit to yeah. you, where they're like, oh, it's horrible. They're like, like, I mean, you'd be dumb not to, like. 
I mean, it's $300 worth of stuff. Like, cause that's how Diablo Immortal gets a whole bunch of people. Cause they're like, here's $150 worth of loot, but it's, it's available for $15, but they do that to you like 40 times I know. in a week. And I, like, I always knew as I was doing it, that it was dumb. Like I knew that I really shouldn't be spending money on it, but I, I couldn't help it. You know, it was, it was, it was yeah. an addiction and I wanted my base to be really cool. Um, but I've, I've gotten past that. I don't buy in-app purchases anymore, uh, like at all. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the thing is, is that is like, I just, I, I don't, and that, and that's fine. The, um, it, it's just gotten to the point now where if it's free to play, I can do perfectly fine free to play. Oh, the one thing I was going to say is like, if you guys ever want to see somebody who spends a lot of money on Clash of Clans, uh, there's a guy on YouTube who does Clash of Clans content, and he makes, I mean, he 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 spends he he buys every single deal that they ever have in the store. Like he spends tens, probably tens of thousands of dollars. But he can he he has uh like three million subscribers or some nonsense, and he, each of his videos gets a hundred or two hundred thousand views. <laughs> so he's making all of his money back. Me, I spent I didn't spend that nearly that much, but still. You know, I wasn't making it back on YouTube content, so. Um, yeah, that's still is, is so that much wait a minute, is that true? is that true? Diablo Immortal costs players one hundred ten thousand dollars to fully upgrade a character. Is that true? Oh yeah, no, it's it's super expensive. Well, ex- well, it can cost that much uh, when it's like uh, when we're talking about fully upgrading, like you get everything for a character. Yeah, it can definitely cost out that. Like, I mean, I know there's plenty of players, like plenty of Diablo Immortal players who have spent like forty thousand dollars on the game, easy. That's nuts. I mean, that's that's yeah. insane. I, I would. I mean, it, it Diablo is in Diablo from um, the the same guys. Who yeah, did, like Diablo uh, one, two, three. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It, um, so even with all the Activision Blizzard nonsense that everybody everybody hates that company now, they're still spending all the money in 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 their mobile game. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. So <laughs> we went way off the rails there. Uh, thank you. We did. Uh, we we can blame it on Eddie, but also thank you for the super chat. <laughs> it was a good discussion. Mm. Okay. Um, I should say I I don't know if I I think I got this after the, the last show. I don't know if I talked about this, but did I talk about getting the Pixel Seven? Uh, did I talk about all the nonsense I had to deal with with the so. uh, um, OnePlus 10 Pro that I had? I had to send that back and end up with a Pixel 7. Yeah, so I've been using this now for two or three weeks. It's a fantastic phone, by the way. Also, pro tip, I did this on Mastodon the other day, but if you if you don't have an iPhone like some of us here uh, and you want the fantastic MagSafe stuff, they make cases for Android phones that have MagSafe in the back. And you, then you can use all the MagSafe accessories that Apple has, including, you know, uh, docks and stuff like that. So uh, th- there are also, like, pop sockets and stuff that go along with them. So, yeah, the uh, if, if, if you're on Android and you have look, been looking at the MagSafe stuff enviously, they do make cases for most of the modern phones uh, that ma- have magnetic like, rings in them. And if you can't find a case that has one, they actually make little magnets you can put in your existing case, uh, they'll work. So, yeah, good stuff. Like, like I, I have two, I have two uh, MagSafe cases now, and they're awesome. Like, they're so good. Um, 
Now I don't have to go to iPhone ever again because I don't have to be envious. I have it. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> well, that's good for you. <laughs> I just got patted on the head. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the last episode. The last episode. The last part of the episode. And that is the thingies of the week. Now, the thingies of the week, for those of you who don't know, if you're a first time listener or whatever, is a section where we come up with things that we want to suggest or things that we found that we've enjoyed. Uh, we could have named this section anything else. The template still says apps of the week, by the way. Never going to change it. But <laughs> it's, just, it's just never going to uh-huh. get changed. Ten years from now, it's still going to say apps of the week, even though it's not, It's not. nor has it ever been called that. But we call it thingies of the week. Get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, Tyler, what is your thingy of the week this week? Mine is Kitty. Um, uh, I would hope that most people who watch your channel and used to watch my channel uh, would know Kitty. It's a absolutely killer terminal. Um, it's fantastic. It's GPU accelerated. Um, it works on everything. Um, like I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you can get Kitty on Windows too. Like you can get it on Windows, Mac, Linux, BSD. Like it's everywhere it's it's a phenomenal terminal like it just really is i i freaking love kitty and one of the one of the things that i really like uh, about kitty on um mac os is it actually has an a like in the config file you can set it so that you can actually change the mac os title bar color to match the background of your terminal and stuff which is actually just really nice that's cool it's just yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so, so you didn't know this, but I'm switching to Kitty. Actually, I downloaded it. I haven't messed around with it yet. But, um, you, you know about Uberzug? Yes, I do. So they've abandoned that product, right? They've even pulled it down. Like it's gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a, a a copper repo for Fedora, but it will not build. So, uh, that was the image preview thing I was using for Ranger. And uh, so now I've had to look for something different now the ranger does have w3m support but it is so slow um also it like if you stop if you take the window out of focus the the image disappears so that's annoying as hell but apparently kitty has built-in image support for ranger um it gets built in so that's the reason why i'm switching to kitty i haven't like i said i haven't gotten around to it yet but that's that's next on the list of things to do so it should be fun um You'll like it. It I I cannot I cannot recommend Kitty enough as a terminal. It's so good. It just it really is. Um, because I think I think I move I checked out Kitty after I heard Alacrity was like not going to get support or whatever. Like there was just issues going on w- with Alacrity, and so I gave Kitty a try and. At first, I was like, I don't know that I'm going to like this. And it was probably like within 20 minutes of starting to use it where I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like mm. the config file is super simple. It's fast. It's just it's a really great terminal. So the- and also, this is a very minor detail that most people won't care about. But they actually have a phenomenal logo and like like app like their design for the app logo and everything is it's actually really good uh like really Ter- good terminal logos are notoriously bad <laughs> exactly <laughs> and so it really having bad. a good one is like like it's phenomenal um, like 
Like, I, I mean, they either go with the logo of just like the, you know, like the, the greater than sign and the underscore. That's usually the, the yeah. Thing. Or they do what, what Alacrity did. Like Alacrity has this like really weird, like console looking thing. It's really ugly. Yeah. All right. Um, moving. So my, my thingy of the week is something also in the terminal. It's called kickstart Vim. And I've put a link in the, the show notes. Uh, basically what this will do, so I, I've been resisting moving my NVIMP configuration from VimScript to Lua. I've been resisting it because I can't stand Lua. I've, I've talked about this several times. It's a toss-up on any given day on what, what language I dislike more, Lua or Haskell. It's almost usually Haskell, but Lua is like a close second. I don't like it. I don't care for the way it, it works and the way things are laid out, but... Uh, I've been using Awesome Window Manager off and on on various computers for a review. So I've been using Lua more. So I figured it's about time I decided to move my NVIM configuration to Lua. The thing is, is and you guys know this, and I proclaim it loudly and proudly, I'm a lazy bastard. Okay, I do not want to do this thing myself. So I, I googled on YouTube's moving to your config to uh, Lua. There's not really a good way to do your config to Lua, but someone who actually develops uh, NeoVim created a script. It's basically just a uh, uh, it's a, an init.lua fi- file. That's all you got to do is you put it on your machine in your in the proper place, and it will run Packer at the beginning and install all the stuff that you need to do. And then, bam, you have a configuration file, a very simple configuration file uh, built in Lua with some fairly sane plugins things i mean it's it is geared toward developers so if you're not needing anything like uh um, telescope or tree sitter or anything like that you're probably not going to be happy with this because it's going to be too much for you but given the fact that i'm going to be starting to develop some stuff in python i figured you know what the hell i'll just have this stuff built in Uh, anyways it was astonishing simple it's like six or seven hundred lines so it's not like a huge uh, configuration file, and um, I will also link to the the video description or the, the video that went along with the Kickstart.vim or NVim, and uh, the guy who developed it walks you through every single part of the configuration file, so you know exactly what each part does, which is the best part because I it, I'm a dumbass, so it was much easier to, um, you know, just do and actually understand. Also. Uh, Hooflung, I'm sorry, I I I just Haskell, and it's okay that you like it. I just dislike it. I can't I can't get my head around it. I'm too dumb for Haskell. I say this all the time. I'm just too much of an idiot to to understand Haskell. I can't help it. And I just I just won't put in the time for it. <laughs> there's there's too many brackets and question marks and plus signs and stuff like that that mean absolutely nothing to me. Um, so yeah, that's my problem. And it, it's always me a problem. Anyways, that's it for this episode. Uh, we did make it over an hour. If we'd stopped right after the the predictions, we would have been done in like 50 minutes. But we BSed for a little while. But that's it. So that is it for this episode. Before I go, I should take a moment to thank my current patrons, uh, if I can do so. Remember how to do that. You can support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash linuxcast. Thanks to everybody who does support me on Patreon and YouTube. You guys are all absolutely amazing. This is serious, seriously Without you, the channel just would not be anywhere near where it is right now. So thanks so much for your support on Patreon. Um, also, if you left a super chat, uh, I think I thanked everybody who did leave a super chat. So uh, I super I super appreciate the super chats. 
on YouTube as on the live stream. We record this live every uh, Friday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. If you want to watch live, youtube.com slash linuxcast. We'll see you next week where we will Every week I have some kind of mental issue at the end. We'll see you next week. <laughs> it's horrible. It's all good, man. Bye.